Podcasters, welcome to another week of Adulting with Friends. My name is Travis, and joined with me as always is my beautiful wife Amanda, my best friend Mike, and Minnesota's finest wall art collector, Corey. During this episode, we drink Dogfish Head Sea Quench Ale, which is a session sour quencher made with lime peel, black lime, and sea salt. We rate this beer a 6.6 out of 10. This was a nice change of pace beer, fresh, light, citrusy, and definitely quenched our thirst. In this episode, we have a discussion if we like the word millennial and how it fits into all of our lives. Connect with the friends on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at AWF Podcast. That's AWF Podcast. Like and share our pages to help us spread the word. Don't forget to subscribe to our podcast on Anchor.fm, iTunes, Google Play, Overcast, and Pocket Casts, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Make sure to rate us. The higher the rating, the more we get to discuss the topics that bother us on a daily basis. Also, email us at adultingwithfriends at gmail.com. That's adultingwithfriends at gmail.com, all spelt out. Tell us how you like the show, things we can improve on, ideas you have for upcoming topics, or other beers or liquor you'd like us to drink during the episodes. As always, we appreciate any and all feedback. Now, let's get into today's show. Enjoy! What are you weird, trying to decide? Weird. weird. Yeah, that is weird. So I was at work the other day, and I'm in my office. Are you recording right now? I'm Jesus back, Christ. and one of my coworkers comes walking by, and he looks at me and he says, "Why are you always on your phone?" I kind of look back at him. You know, I'm on my phone, so I ignore him a little bit. Look back at him, like, "Oh, I'm typing emails out, right?" Yeah. And he's like, ah, oh, it just always looks like you're not working. I'm like, no, I can type emails out on my phone. I can respond. Text with customers, do all that good stuff. Wild America. Dude. Is that the one with the kids from, yeah. Casper and fucking Home Improvement. Yeah, Home Johnson Improvement. Justin Taylor Thomas and Casper. Yeah, grow up. So. That's a good movie. Needless to say, this guy didn't think just because I didn't look busy, I wasn't working. Which, you were on your phone. I was on my phone, but I was still working. Oh. It just didn't look like I was working. Were you working on your phone? Yes. Oh, yeah. because yeah, email on my phone. So, the, <laughs> it just comes back. Like, I looked up a quote about that, and, like, the great basketball coach John Wooden once said, don't mistake activity with achievement. Word. Essentially, just, just because you look busy does not mean you're working. Right? So that's gonna that's my segue into the topic this week, and it's a good topic I think. It's very. Wait, how old is this guy? He was like my age, but he's a hourly worker. I'm salary. I'm in an office. He's Hello. out. Yeah, he's out on the floor busting his ass. He's a laborer. So, so if I don't look busy to him, I'm not as busy as he is. Right. When I'm actually probably way busier. Too didn't know that quote beforehand. <laughs> I know. Yeah. But, so it brings me into this discussion. I'm just going to flat out ask the question. Do you like the word millennial? (laughs) We're going to start with a yes or no. No elaboration yet. But do you like the word millennial? Mike, start. Yes or no? I'm fine with it. Okay. Corey? God, no. So Mike is a sure... Corey is a god no. Amanda? Um. It's a yes or no without elaboration at this point. We're elaborating for this. 
Kind of. Kind of. So that's a maybe. And I am actually fine with it. So, now I'm going to ask you to elaborate. I'm going to start with Corey since he is the hard no on it. Me and Mike being yeses, Amanda being a maybe. Corey, why do you not like the word millennial? When have you ever heard anyone use the word millennial without a negative connotation? And that's, so that's my thing. Is that's that where I was going to bring it in. I was going to say, that's where, like, there's my maybe. Like, I'm okay being, like labeled as a generation, but I hate the fact that everybody, it's never like, oh, you're a millennial, cool, it's like, ugh, you're a millennial. Yeah, so millennial comes with, those millennials. it's almost derogatory, right? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. So, it's yeah. an, so to take it back, they're, they were interviewing, the NFL draft is upcoming, Josh Rosen from UCLA is outspoken and whatnot, one of the cons on his scouting report is millennial. They actually put millennial they as a con. Every other everyone was that is in the draft as a millennial. Everyone was, but for some reason, and that's public knowledge. It's out there. They actually wrote he's a he acts like a millennial. Oh, oh okay. You know that's so. what pisses me off. There is that people like to pick and choose. What really grinds my gears, to be honest, though, is that fucking. Should be, should be its own segment. What grinds Corey's gears? What is millennials? Who use millennials with a negative connotation of, you fucking millennials, shut the fuck up, read a goddamn book, or fucking read anything, like, you're a fucking millennial. You can't say, you millennials. You are one by definition. So, so shut the fuck up. The definition of a millennial is simply just a date range. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's a new generation. Millennials were born between 1981 to 2000, which means the current age range is 18 to 37. It's a large age range. Which in my mind is almost too wide of an age range. Yeah, but... I think generations now need to be smaller because the baby boomers were 46 to 64 when they were born. Those are post-war kids. In, from 64... Oh, post-war kids. No, there was a silent generation, which was before them, which was the World War families and no, kids. No, technically we're all post-war, though. Okay. <laughs> so, and then there was Generation X, which was 64 to 81, and then the Millennials, or Generation Y, were 81 to 2000. See, I think it's... My reasoning behind it is technological advances need to cut the Millennial age group into chunks as well. So you're saying, basically... Somebody who's 37 is getting grouped in with kids yeah. who are 18. That's where... You're saying that with technology, the... Technology has advanced faster in the millennial age range than it had in any other oh, yeah. age range. So their biggest, and I looked this up, like, they say gen, baby boomer, boomers' biggest, like, technology advancement was the microwave. I mean, yeah. it went from the microwave to the computer. That's a large jump. <laughs> we went from desktop to ASL. laptop to, like, cell phones without anything to now nobody really uses a computer. It's all cell phones. Within, what is that, to 19 virtual, years to virtual, to virtual reality in, like, 19 years our generation did. Right. So I think... Because when people talk millennials, they're talking more 18-year-olds so at this are time. Are you trying to say like, a generation is defined by its technological advancements? I would say so, personally. But back to the, the question, like Corey's always saying negative connotation, he feels that way because the, when people say millennials nowadays, I think they're talking the 18-year-olds to 
24-year-olds, kids who have never lived without a cell phone. So 18-year-olds are closer to the Gen Zs than they are being millennials. Yeah. But even, like, the younger, like, 20s group, I don't really like being grouped with them. See, and that's what I'm getting at is they were the, the generation... That never grew up with a without a cell phone. None of us started with cell phones. You know, we may have gotten one. I didn't get a cell phone until I was a senior in high school. What about you guys? I was a freshman. Uh, I was sophomore. I was 18. So yeah, so it was essentially senior, freshman in college type thing. I was, yeah, I was yeah. a freshman in college. So we didn't have those 18 years of being on a cell phone, being on an iPad, things like that. That's where I'm saying... Maybe, like, 25 to 37 should be a group, and 18 to 25. Like, there should be a separation between those two, because, yeah, we are millennials, but we're not those millennials. Like, we're not the same as the younger millennials. Agree? agree. Disagree? I agree. I mean, I could agree with that, but, you know, somebody, like, 50-year-olds, baby boomers right now are going to, you know, take that comment and be like, well, that's what you think now. Oh, absolutely. But in 20 to 30 years, you're going to look back and be fine with being grouped in with those people. Yeah, but that's because in 20 to 30 years, there's going to be a different generation that people are going to be bitching about. Exactly. And that's what baby boomers, and that's what older generations who complain about millennials don't realize, is baby boomers bitched about Gen Xers, right? Baby boomers were the hippies, were the people who rebelled against the government. Gen Xers rebelled against their parents because they saw what the previous generation did. Now Gen Xers are bitching about millennials. Every generation does it. It's just we're now the ones in the spotlight. Yeah, you're always rebelling against the status quo of what's going on at the time. Yeah. Right. So, I mean, I, I feel like then you at the top of the millennials that don't want to... They, they would view this whole topic completely differently. Uh, they would say us having a cell phone at 16, 17, 18... Is light years ahead of where they were. They didn't have it. They didn't have Facebook until they were the freshmen in college. Where yeah. we had Facebook when we were freshmen in high school. Of uh, yeah, to your point of the generations are such a, a large gap. I don't think that. I mean, I think it's just, it is what it is. We have to deal with it. My biggest thing is that it's just such a negative connotation. People say millennials. People say oh, they're good for nothing. They're not hardworking. Whatever of. If I was on the younger side of the spectrum of of us, of what it goes, people who are 18 right now? Are 18 to 37. 18 to 37. I would think that they are hardworking too. Some of them are. I think it's a difference between working harder and working smarter. Yeah, that's a big difference. And yeah, that's the older thing. generation doesn't know how to work smarter. They know how to work harder and they work themselves to the bone. Let you me know what? I'm looking to ball yeah. and fucking retire when I'm 50. Yeah. Because we're still going to get Social Security. That's fine. Look at, let, let me read a quote for you from the New York Times. The now generation has now become the me generation. You agree with that? Yeah. That was about the baby boomers. That's a New York Times article from 1976. Yep. Good. Now let me, let me read you another one. They have trouble making decisions. They would rather hike in the Himalayas and climb a, than climb a corporate ladder. They crave entertainment, but their attention span is short as one zap of a TV dial. They postpone marriage because they, they dread divorce. You agree with that? Yep. That was Time Magazine about Generation X. Perfect. So those are definitions that people complain and bitch about us. I think, the, I think the next generation is always the best generation. 
Because we've learned from the generation before us the mistake. Yeah. We, we, I say yes to that first one where it was the baby boomers. I say yes to that next one where it was Gen X. And I think that slowly, I mean, I don't think that we're the best generation. Maybe the generation that comes is going to be the best generation or Gen Z, whatever, of... I hate literally people, narrow-minded people, just fucking tossing around labels of, oh, fucking millennials, they're... They're the worst. They don't want to work. They don't want to work for anything. No. Fuck that's, you. You don't know me. That's the thing. Is that like working to older people is, well, I did 70 hours a week and I had four jobs. Well, you're done. And it was all manual labor. Yeah. And you're going to sit behind a computer screen the boomers for 35 hours a week and think that you did like a full-time job. And it's like, yeah. Because yeah. I'm making my money. Smarter. I'm making my company five times the money yeah. you ever fucking produce for exactly. your company. Well, yeah, because the baby boomers invented the 50-hour work week. I think well, that was a, Time a Magazine difference, A huge difference now is... You know, when they were 18, 19, 20 years old, they were, you know, married with kids and a mortgage. And, you know, nowadays we put that off till our, like, early 30s, basically. Yeah. I wish I could connect to the internet here, but I don't have the Wi-Fi connected on my computer. But there was something where it said, like, actually, baby boomers and Gen Xers made more with less education in their 20s than millennials make. With a college education. Well, yeah, because they didn't have loans. They didn't have loans, but I'm just saying their overall salary. Like, it's it's from Vox.com. It was talking about the national debt and things like that. Huh. Baby boomers and Gen Xers make, made more with less than what we make with more. So that's not fair uh, right there to start with. Oh, right. Yeah. It's basically a college education has been diluted. Oh, absolutely. Unfortunately. But, so, here, let me read. So, there's a meme out there, too, where, this will get Corey going. How about this? Uh, Parents to a kid. Don't be lazy. Go to college or you'll be flipping burgers. Here's the flip side to that. To an unemployed, unemployed graduate. You're so lazy, you won't even take a job flipping burgers. How does that make you feel? I think it's stupid. (laughs) (laughs) Simply put, stupid. That's kind of reality right there, though. Well, it is, but I mean, that's where I think the do millennials. Here, let me ask you this: Would you guys rather work a job you don't like to make money, to make more money, than to work a job you love to make less money? Absolutely not. I work a job that I love to make less money, hundred percent. Why? I can make money the rest of my life. Okay. I if so, I guess I was in a situation. My previous job, I was making more money, but. They didn't understand the value of work-life balance or really the definition of work-life balance. And it's you work yourself to the bone. And if at 40 hours you put it in, you better put in another 20 hours, another 10 hours. And at that point, if you if we still need you to do stuff, you better be willing to do it. Mm-hmm. Bullshit. Of, I, yeah, money, I need to pay, pay bills. I need to be able to buy groceries, whatever. But I want to have a sense of... And not necessarily, uh, you know, obviously satisfaction and worth with the job I do, but I'm not saying that I'm going to hop around and go find and be fucking next Mother Teresa, but I at least want to be felt like the work that I'm putting in is value. Yeah. And I'm not saying that I want to have a gold sticker. Hell no. That's another thing that pisses me off with the fucking millennial generation, that people think that, oh, they're all the participation award winners. Fuck 
That's a stereotype. That. But that's Fuck also, that shit. It's also, also the younger. It's also that's why I'm saying because generation. you can't say that it's not true. Because, yeah, because did, I get, did I get participation? Did you trophies? know? But did the younger ones? That's why I'm no, saying. No, did I? Yes. Oh, you I, did. You got participation trophies? Yeah, I'm I didn't think those we got, were like, a thing. Consolation winner bracket bullshit. Yeah, I got them. Did that make me feel like I want? God no. It was like Gregory M. Fox. Hell no. It did not make me feel better after winning consolation. It was I don't bullshit. Think it's for, and that that where that's where it brings it to me. I don't think millennials are lazy because we're millennials. I think Generation Xers have babied millennials too much and made us afraid of the world and made us feel too special and told us you can do whatever you want with no consequences or I don't anything. I feel babied. That's fine. I'm just saying. I, feel I think like the younger portion of the generation is babied. I I agree with that, but I think maybe our parents saw they they were part of they were the kids of the baby boomers who were parents uh, of the war. I think you're wrong there. Okay, your okay. parents are baby boomers. My dad, yeah, is on the very bottom tip and of you're the baby on the boomers. Very tip of yeah, but I, well, I, not really. Actually, I, I read in this Time magazine article where it talks about how. Our parents were part of the generation that was not loved, in quotation marks. Dad was off to work all the time, never saw the kids. Mom stayed at home, drove herself crazy, taking care of the kids, doing everything. Kids had no schedule. Now, those kids who had no schedule grew up not seeing their parents that much, not having that affection. So what do they do? They do a complete 180 and do that to us. Give over us love. over love, over this. Tell them, hug you, and which is fine. I I like that, but they made you feel, and they kept using the word special about everything. Yeah, and I think there's definitely a cyclical. You know, yeah, there's a cycle to it. You know, you know. So now that's where they're saying we are the overprivileged. We were told <laughs> we're allowed everything without trying to get anything. So I don't think but, it's a millennial's fault. I think it's. The millennials' parents. But again, I don't think that's... I don't, like... And this is me being biased, clearly. But I don't think that's the older portion of this millennial generation. I literally no. think that is the 18 to, like, 22, 23-year-olds... I agree. ...who are the ones that are babied, who are the ones that are made to feel special no matter what they do. Because, I mean, not not to say that my parents were, like, tough love on me... I mean, I was just as spoiled as, like, anybody else, but I also don't feel like they were like, oh, it's okay if you fail, like, yeah, you know, like, they were going to, like, baby me along the way. I would, I would 100% beg to differ with you. I think that if I, I don't know, I'm weird. I don't. We know that. Yeah, but, no. like, <laughs> my brother, older than me, three years older than me, I think would fall in what you're saying is younger than us. He's older than me. He was coddled. He was told he couldn't do any wrong. I was told I couldn't do any wrong. But I didn't, for some reason, again, I don't really understand, nor will I ever understand. I'll, I'll probably always question of why I handled things the way I handled things. Of, of looking back at situations of, I re can remember vividly, and I br bring this up multiple times in like work meetings where we're kind of going through like personality types and things like that, of, I remember after one basketball game in high school, it was, and to set the stage in basketball, let's just say I was not made for basketball. <laughs> I was a little too aggressive. There was, I mean, I could probably 
count on maybe a hand and a half, two hands, how many times I didn't foul out of the game. That's horrible. Um, no, <laughs> so but it's absolutely true. <laughs> and we were we were playing in a game where I think we were, we were getting close to the tail end of the season. I was a captain, which, I mean, kind of leads into the story. But So I would start, I was a captain, whatever, and we went into overtime with this team, and I did not play... A single minute of overtime. We ended up winning. I was such a little shithead and a brat that I was pissed the whole way home. The bus ride home. It was a short bus ride home. I remember coming home to my dad's house, being pissed, and sitting down and telling my dad, I wanted to quit. What did he say? He said, okay, I support you in whatever decision you make. Excuse me? What the fuck? Me being a little shithead, again, I was a captain of the team, I was supposed to be a leader, I started every game, whatever, doesn't matter, it's not like I was high score or anything, but again, I was a leadership role on the team. I was pissed because I didn't play one minute in an overtime that we ended up winning, because clearly, hindsight, I was probably hot as shit at that point in the game, that I would just follow anyone I was guarding. Let me ask you this, does your dad give you, not to get personal, but does he differ with you in opinions on things? Or does he generally say that? Is that he generally says that. That's what I'm, that's what I'm that parenting style? Yeah, that's yeah so you can't get mad at him for saying that. No, 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 no. Oh, it but sounded then, like you were upset with him. I'm I'm, I'm upset with him looking back, of, oh, back yeah. at it. I'm like, I wish you would give me tough love. Yeah. To Amanda's point where she had said, do they baby her or whatever? And she said, no. I say, Yes, they baby me. Why the fuck was he supporting me and getting... I was getting pissed because I didn't play one game overtime. And I was ready to quit and hang up the season. Was a kid. Maybe he was just like, dear God, maybe I just have to agree with him. To <laughs> you get think him. he should quit? He's bad for no. him. <laughs> yeah. Maybe that was him being like passive-aggressive Minnesota and like, yeah, maybe you should quit. Maybe. <laughs> and maybe, <laughs> I don't know. But it's always something that stuck with me of... What the fuck? Like, if I would have just been, okay, dad said I can, peace. I would have quit halfway through my senior year just because I didn't play in five minutes of a game. Yeah. Like, how petty of me. See, and I think that's why I get, like, well, again, like, not to get, like, personal, but my dad was the complete opposite. Like, yeah. I could have had 37 point, like, I could have had, like, a triple-double or whatever, and he'd be like, well, yeah, but you had three turnovers. And I'd be like, motherfucker, yeah. like, can you not focus on my positives for once? Right. Like, one time. Yeah. Right. And that's why I, like, I don't know. That's why I get, like, super touchy about, like, the whole baby thing. Because I feel like, and granted, like, you're, not to be whatever, but, I mean, I guess I didn't really know that about, like, your yeah. mom and dad. But considering, like, how, like, I don't see you as, like, a privileged, like, I think they wanted me to. Person. Yeah, but I, but you're not like that. No, again, you don't for some come reason, off as that. Yeah. For, for some reason, I refused it, and not willing, like knowingly or willingly, I just never fed into it. Whereas my brother, complete opposite. I think he 100 fed into it, and he's still feeding into it. He still loves it. He can still never do anything wrong, and it pisses me fucking off. Like, dude, grow the fuck Yeah, up. so, here's... here's but, okay, oh, so, go ahead, no, go well, ahead. Well, I was just gonna say, like, don't you think 
it's kind of like situational though too. Oh, very so, like your parents are still trying to like fight each other for your guys' love. That's <laughs> probably. But yeah. that's not, I mean, not to be whatever. We'll go but. into a different topic on that on like parenting one day. That sounds like a good topic. Actually. That could be aggressive. <laughs> We're gonna need some strong. <laughs> Listen to this quote real quick. You are not born a winner. You are not born a loser. You are born a chooser. It just said anonymous, but that's a good <laughs> quote. that's a really good quote. When I read that, I was like, yeah. You know, like, no matter if you're born rich, born poor, whatever, you know how many successful stories or success stories come out of millennials who've created an app who came from nothing and made everything? Like, yeah, I mean, we're the hardest working generation in my mind. Yeah. And when I say hardest... I think it depends on how you define... I define hard work as being efficient in your work and getting to your end goal. I feel, like, I feel like in order to have this conversation, and I'm not trying to squash this whole entire conversation, but I feel like we need to have a representative from each generation. We absolutely do, which is impossible for oh, us. Absolutely. You guys in your podcast. But that's what I was asking. So, we're not really hardest working, though. I mean, that's, a, that's definitely debatable. I mean, well, it's, it's debatable. Yeah, what you want to consider hard work. You're saying we're more efficient, but yeah, we have the technologies available. That's why I said us. I feel like we're hardest working because we're most efficient. Yeah, those technologies are available to us because That's the fine. generation before was hardest working, you know, and and so on and so forth. Just to get back to Corey's point of like each next generation is the best generation. Yeah, I mean you can't really say that it's not the best generation. We're just all building on what the past generation has has done. I mean to get back to like the whole negative aspect of the word millennial the reason you think it's a negative thing now is because everyone just like the articles you're reading on time every single time the times magazine comes out with an article you know a couple generations ago talking shit about the generation coming up and then they do it another 20 years later they do it again and then 20 years later they do it again and then they're going to do another article saying the same things about the next generation so give me your thoughts on this here's stereotypes of baby boomers who we all work with and, yeah, so Amanda works with the older generation. I work with the older generation. I don't. I don't you don't, boomer. and do you have anyone over 37 at your work? Oh, yeah, 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 so you do. Today, That's fine. Yeah, Gen X and boomers. Today, boomers have to sit down and face a new stereotype in the workplace. They're aging, they are not tech savvy, they're resistant to change, and they're on the way 100%, out. 100%. 100%. Yeah. I agree with it because I've heard Amanda's stories. I disagree with it because I've seen baby boomers in my workplace literally not have a computer because he can do everything on his phone. I think there again, it's different. Seen a baby boomer do that? My president of the company will sit on his phone all How day. How old is he? Oh God, seventies. Okay, so he's an actual baby. He does. I think it's different when you're a president of a company. Like you have to be technologically yeah, there's a way to become when you in become... order to run a million dollar business. You cannot work pen and multi-million. paper. Whatever. You cannot push pen and paper and run a multi-million dollar business. No, but you can delegate and still not have to worry about that okay, type of stuff. Okay, but considering like... I but mean, I mean, he's on apps, he's on phone, he's doing Excel spreadsheets yeah. on his phone. He's not just using it to talk. He's Utilizing the technology. Right. Oh, so not like a rotary dial? No, we're I talking. Like a he's on an iPhone oh, working okay. on spreadsheets and doing PowerPoints and stuff like that. Okay, I seriously like, not a reason. <laughs> not a rotary, but like I thought, literally, you meant like just like his dial phone. No, on he's on his cell phone at his desk. No computer. So you're saying he's tech savvy? Very tech savvy. Okay, 
And following. I, I appreciate that, yeah. like, so, so much. Because uh, clearly he took the initiative Absolutely. To, to be that good. And I, that's where the resistance to change comes from. Or his from. grandson. Well, I mean, I, another example is not work-related, but my grandma... She kicks ass on her fantasy football every <laughs> single year. Yeah. And she's just on there, you know, talking stats and, you know, calling us up, telling us to make sure we set our lineups for the Thursday because she wants it to be competitive. Yeah. She, doesn't yeah. want to, she doesn't want to beat your ass with somebody sitting on the bench. Yeah. <laughs> do, do we think that baby boomers wanted to learn the technology or are they being forced to learn technology? I, okay, so in regards to your grandma... I think that's badass. But then I also think, too, when it comes to, like, fun and leisure, baby boomers are way more willing to be technologically savvy because, like, my dad can now, like, scroll around on Craigslist and search for things to, like, buy. But if you were to, like, put him in front of a keyboard at work, yeah. he'd be, like, one-finger typing. Yeah. All because of a sudden it's lose, work all Yeah, of he would all of a sudden lose, like, all knowledge of everything he knows technology because now it's work and that's not what he's used to doing that's never how he's done it but you put him at home in front of the ipad he's like a fucking wizard yeah <laughs> you know? so it's like well then what the hell yeah, yeah. and i'll say the same thing with people that i work with too like they'll be like oh did you see this new app and i'm like i actually didn't see that new app but then they're like can you show me how to insert a new row in excel and i'm like i've showed you this a hundred yeah, times it's yeah. so fun i mean yeah if it's not fun which technology to us is fun learning new things to us is fun Fun because we're so used to the change constantly happening. I don't think generations before us had that. That's why I was saying, in the 20 years that a millennial technically is a generation, we've had way more technological advances mm-hmm. versus the 20 years of baby boomers versus the 20 years of Gen X. You know, maybe the computer for Gen X trumps everything, but us being able to fit that one room computer into a phone in our generation. Maybe that trumps that, and it'll be interesting to see what the next generation comes up with. Right. Right? What, I, go ahead. Well, I was going to say, like, what frustrates me, and this is just, like, in my own personal work life, is, like, currently right now at work, we're slowly but surely moving to, like, a paperless, t- like, style of work. And it's funny because you have the clear, like, baby boomers who are like, I'm always printing paper, and I need that print, I need that paper in front of me, or I'll die. And then we also have people who are, like, literally in their early 30s, and they're like, I need paper. If I don't have paper, I will die. And I was like, you guys are the problem. Like, (laughs) you have the skills to be paperless, but, again, it's that whole, like, resistance to change Nobody's ever really forced them to change. But it's like, I, I don't know. I don't know. So let me ask you this. Do you... Do you label yourselves as millennials? Not just... Based off, yes, of course, the the birth date makes us millennials. Do you label yourselves as millennials? Fuck yeah, I own it. Yeah, you... because I think millennials is a. I think being a millennial is a positive thing, no matter what other generations say. You, Mike? Uh, I used to. I used to deny it because I really didn't understand what millennial meant. I thought it was the younger generation than myself, even. Yeah. Just because when millennial the word first came up, it was always negative. It was, it was negative. Always millennials are doing this and millennials are doing that, and it sounded like a bunch of hipsters and. Personally, I feel like I have a pretty good work ethic, yeah. and I don't fit into that you know negative stereotype of what millennials are. But the more I like uh, learn, you know, what millennial actually means, and it actually does represent our generation. Yeah, I accept it one hundred percent. So get this real quick before you go, Corey. 
uh, a Pew study, I don't know what Pew is, it's a company who just does studies, only 40% of millennials claim to be a millennial. That's the lowest percentage of a generation to accept that that's what they are. 58% of Gen Xers will say, yeah, I'm a Gen Xer. Basically, 80% of boomers agree that, yeah, we're the boomer generation. But when are they being polled? This True. was in 2015. Okay, so ask me... So ask three me years in, ago. Exactly. Ask me in 30 years if yeah. I... If I no, no, I, I understand I that. Yes. Yeah. The reason that they're saying that they don't is because of the negative. Because it is a negative. That's what I think that's. They don't want to. I think that was the point that yeah. the survey was I trying think, to come yeah, across. Yeah, I think every time they come up with a name for a generation, like while it's happening, it's probably because it's negative. But I think ours is the only one that has a negative sounder on it. Baby boomers were now. called boomers, but they were called boomers from the beginning. They were called boomers because they were supposed to boom the economy. Just yeah, because there just, was a ton of them. There was a ton of them that boomed the economy. Gen X was the X. We're the next ones in line. Millennial? And we're Gen Y. We were Gen Y before we were millennial. I get that, but now it's been taken over by millennial. Millennial is the more common term. See, I don't know. I I don't think millennial was... The word millennial was came up with to be negative. Like no. I was saying, I think every generation just talks negative about the next coming generation because they feel like they're lazy and they're entitled, you know, and they have no work ethic and they... I I think our work ethic is just different than anybody's ever experienced before. Like, we can work... We can work 60 hours a week, maybe not at a desk, but that doesn't mean we're not putting 60 hours a week in. Amanda works from home. Well, that's the huge thing, too, is, like, they're... They're not used to that. They're used to that 50-hour, 60-hour If work you week. don't look busy, you're not working, yeah. essentially. Then, you got like, time Gen- to lean, you got yeah. time to clean. Exactly. Gen X has that, but then they also came up with the whole work life. That was their parents. The type. Well, the one, well yeah. yeah, they were the ones that came up with like the work-life yeah. uh, balance. But nowadays, it's so different because of what you were talking about before, where you can do your work on your phone. So I have like, a computer in so, front of me, and I will sit on my phone and do my work. Yeah, so nowadays it's not more—it's not a work-life balance; it's work-life integration. Yeah, like you can work from home, you can socialize from work, and you can do it yeah. all all the time. Especially in our jobs, where like obviously we do sales. I don't technically need to be at work no, to do my because, job. You know, I <laughs> I depend on my social networks to talk and like technology to talk with my customers. Yeah, and they're texting me in all hours of the day, and like I don't have to do this like traditional, you know, fifty hour work week or whatever you want to call it. No, I think. That- see, well, I was gonna say too. Like, I think like where the like a big like negative connotation thing is is like I can be at work. And during a spreadsheet, take a phone call from a customer and post a Facebook status all at the same time. But my dad can't drive a tractor and fill out his logbook at the same... Like, there's no... The jobs are different. Yeah, like, yes. there's no multitask. I feel like multitasking, the older up you get with the generations, is, like, null and void. Because they had one task, and they did yeah. it, and they got done with it, and they moved on. I can have a list of tasks and work on several of them at the yeah. same time. And still be and still get all my stuff done in the be same. Be efficient yeah. in your day. Right. Get things done quicker. You know, probably the same, if not 
better quality. But just wait until the next generation says that about us. But see, that's the thing, too. I like, can't wait to see what they're going to come up with. But I... Oops, go ahead. Well, I was going to say, that's where, like, my biggest... Like, I don't see myself being, like, reluctant to change, and hopefully, like, I feel the same way down the road. But, like, my biggest fear is not keeping up with what yes. is what's new because i feel like if i'm not what's up on the hip now with it and wow then i'm just gonna like lose lose uh, all um hey, multitasking. <laughs> so you're already losing your multitasking ability i'm just nope. gonna say i think what makes our generation a little bit smoother than other generations is we are used to the technological change like to her point i also now that we're having a kid I want to stay up to date with things. I don't want to just be like, oh, God, you little whippersnappers. You know, I want to be able to stay up on technology. <clears throat> Go for it. All right. So this means no disrespect to baby boomers and Gen X, but I think what this all boils down to is, and I'm going to, it's education. And I don't mean education in the black and white sense of we're smarter than they're smarter. No. I mean education in the fact that we have education at our fingertips. Yes. We've had education at our fingertips and that we are a generation that has been one, probably one of the first generations that I feel like has fully accepted and has been able to be fully equipped with knowing and living within the gray. And what I mean by living within the gray is that baby boomers and Gen X were... Well, this is what I've been told. It's either yes or it's no, or it's either black or it's white. Whereas millennials are able to say, okay, you say it's black or white, but let me quick do a little research or let me ask someone else or do things to find another different opinion. We're more open-minded. Yes. Yeah. And when I say education is that we're willing to learn other people's perspective. Yes. The reason why I think this so strongly, and I feel like this is one of the biggest benefits of millennials, and I feel like probably generations to come, is that... I was on a vacation with a different friend group last winter. Yep. And we Other were friends. Yes. That's and embarrassing for us. Last winter down in Cabo, actually. <laughs> and we were sitting around the table with hard baby boomers, late Gen Xers. And we were talking and probably getting a little bit pol more political than we really had anticipated on vacation. We probably all had a, a few too many cervezas. And... But at the end of the conversation, the baby boomers looked at us and they said, you know, what's really intriguing is that, or interesting is that you guys aren't on the left or on the right. You guys are very middle ground and that you guys see things and, you know, sometimes you're on the left, sometimes you're on the right of you're not one side or the other side. And I think that's amazing. And I think that's one of our biggest assets as a generation is that we're not willing or wanting to just say, okay, I'm just going to fall in line and follow the person. The yeah, absolutely yeah. not. We're, there's things that, yes, we're going to politically fall on one side or the other side, yes, but we're not going to just blind trust or have blind faith in things. That's no longer a thing, and if it is, it shouldn't be. We have resources, we have assets available where we can educate, again, ourselves of it's not black or white yeah do we don't blind blindly trust people we educate ourselves to come up with our own independent opinions and that's i feel like what's going to bring society moving forward and i think the, the next generation to come the generation to come after that is going to just continue to help them but i think that's really the biggest difference and what really irritates people is that 
because we are able to easily at our fingertips potentially find information that may go against what they think is black and what they think is white that we come up with are able to find this new information that they right away think, oh, you're entitled because you have this new different opinion that's not left or right or black We're or just white. We're cautious. We're cautious. We're more cognizant of what's going around. We're, we, we care about one another. Yeah. I feel like previous generations were just, fuck you, you're on my side or you're not. Well, just to stop you, I don't know. <laughs> but we're more we're more cautious because we have grown up in a financial crisis, a housing crisis. We've been put into um, wars or dilemmas or whatever you want to call them by boomers who elected those boomers type mm-hmm. thing. Not to get political, but also in this Time magazine article, it basically said baby boomers grew up no war. There was never, uh, there wasn't anything politically between countries as they were growing up to be between 18. They also didn't grow up with a housing crisis. They didn't grow up with anything. They literally, their economy grew at 3% year over year. Like, when have we seen that? We're just cautious in, our te- in, in the way we think about the world because right. we know it, shit could hit the fan so fast. And I think that's, to your point, why we are... Why we look over everything before we just blindly agree or fall in line with the status quo. I don't know. Absolutely. And I think that's one of the biggest things is that, and again, I feel like that's why people look down on us is that we think that we're privileged, that we know more than them. No, it's, it's not I'm that not, we think we know more. Tech, we have easier access to knowing or that, more. And I wouldn't say that. We have all the same access. You put a phone... We're just better or, at it. it. Yeah. No, we're willing. Oh, yeah. We are willing. We don't think that's that we know yeah. each other. We do or know everything. We do, if there is a, pe- a, a device, if it's yeah. a desktop, it's a, if it's a tablet, if it's a phone, if it's a freaking encyclopedia, I don't care. Yeah. Older generations, in my experience, yeah. are ones that are going to say, "Nope, this is how it is," and that's yeah. just because of what I've been told. Well, here's, I will say, yeah. uh, I've maybe heard something different. Yeah. Let me quick fact check you, just because to go back I into don't, that. I don't care if I'm wrong. Yeah. I want to just know the fact and be able to make an opinion based on the facts that are in front of me, not just because of what a fucking John next yeah. door told me. So here, I can give to, a shit. To give a better example of, you're talking about our willingness, we get a new phone. Let's say we haven't upgraded our phone for a few years. We get a new phone. We're instantly tapping away, adding stuff, no fear about what we're doing. Here's an example I'm sure all of us have known. Has anybody tried to help their parents set up their oh phone? Oh, my God. Absolutely. My nightmare. Do I, can I click this? Do, what happens if I do this? Newsflash. The government's know. listening anyway, so... Well, well, that's what I'm... But still, you could, whoever's listening can probably relate. I remember trying to help my parents with their phone. Well, what if I click this? I don't know. Trial and error. Try it's it. It's going to self-destruct. See what's going to happen. That's how you're going to learn. I can't literally tell you everything that's going to happen because there's so many variables yeah. about what you're going to do. Try it. If it didn't work, hit the back button. Which button's the back button? Huh. Oh. I don't think... Yeah, I never had that problem. Like, my mom's super tech savvy. Yeah. Obviously, she has newer phones than I do all the time. Yeah, not my parents. Yeah. Yeah. No, I was... Uh, yeah. That's why I brought it up. Amanda can relate with that, too. But Amanda, that's what I'm saying is the willingness... Amanda's parents are actually baby boomers. My oh, parents... Yeah. My dad is. My mom is Gen X. Yeah. And... I don't know what my dad is. Never met him. Yeah. 
Different story. Again, yeah. we'll, get into that. we'll get into that on our parenting episode. Anyway. <laughs> That'll be when we get closer to baby's due date. I'm scrolling real hard to try and find like this one thing that I sent weeks ago, but then I just came across this thing where it's like, when I was your age, I owned my own house. Oh. Shut the fuck up, Polly. They cost about six grand back then, you fucking fossil. So true, though. It is so true. Like, well, I mean, you got to take the comp- uh, inflation. No, you don't. That's what that article... No, you don't. <laughs> that's where that, where that oh, yeah. article I was telling you about. Baby boomers made more with oh, less. Oh, true. That's right. No debt, no education, and they could buy cheaper housing. Hey, guess who ran up state property taxes because they had to keep up with the Joneses at that time? Baby boomers and late and early Gen Xers were the ones who have run up these taxes. And that's proven. I don't have the articles because I can't find it because I'm not connected to the internet. But I did read that. That's the only reason why I'm saying that. Picks yeah, and links are didn't happen. It's right here. It's vox.com. Slash 2017, slash 12, blah, 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 blah. Baby Boomers Millennials Congress debt is the article. Basically saying and talking that baby boomers, whether they want to believe it or not, are the, pe- are the ones who've put in the people in our political offices who are now... They've always borrowed money. Think about that. Our national debt when baby boomers don't quote me on it, but it wasn't hardly anything when they were born. Now what is it? Okay, so S-ton. I can't tell you because they've always borrowed and never worried about it. This is a little conflicting with our age range, but so I sent this a couple weeks ago and it says, PSA, please stop labeling every young person as a millennial. Millennials are between the ages of 22 and 37. So for future reference, Gen Z grew up with iPads in their hands and active shooter drills in their classrooms. Can't remember a time without technology. Huh? They eat Tide Pods, snort condoms, and play with fidget spinners. Yeah. Millennials. Kids are dumb. Millennials, they don't trust the government, don't conform to societal standards. They're the generation of ADHD and anxiety. They eat avocado toast while working their butts off to pay student loans and find jobs in the economy you ruined. Yeah. Send that Which to me I and I'll post like it. It is sent to you. I know, scroll but back millions. Send it again so I can post it. Um, but I just feel like that's, and again, this is me being biased, but I feel like that's so... Like, so true. It's very true. I saw one, too, where it said something on the same lines where it was, baby boomers and Gen X wrecked the government, millennials don't trust the government, and Gen Z are snorting Tide Pods. So you tell <laughs> they me. They haven't snorted them. Or they, snorted. They snort or condoms. Snort condoms, yeah. Essentially, that's what they're doing. So they're not that crazy. Can't wait to see they're what they come up with. <laughs> <laughs> Although, we created Jackass, so... They yeah. get a little bit of a pass. Yeah, as long as they want it. We're drinking Surge. Yeah. <laughs> they get a pass. Totally yeah, Surge and Jackass. <laughs> but no, I mean, I've, I don't know. Like I said, I'm, I'm, I'm extremely proud to be a millennial. I think it's, as much as I truly do think that the next generation, the generation that come after that are going to be the ones that are going to continue to push the envelope. But I really think that it's going to be our generation that really change things. I think that we're going to be the generation to change um, kind of where we are at now. I, I again, this is a, this topic really tiptoes across the the political. Right. I didn't want to get political. That we yeah. don't yeah. want to necessarily get to. We can. But I feel yeah. like that we are at a point, we're at a crossroads in politics where shit's Honestly, just needs to hit the fan, and I feel like that it's going to be. Hit the fan. Oh, it's, it's hit the fan, <laughs> but people are still liking the taste of poo in their lips because it's not changed yet. I mean, I think it's going to be our generation that's going to basically shake things up further. It's going to be 
us that are going to be the ones that make a difference. And I think, yeah, it's the, the generation before us, the Gen Zs, the, as you see through the, the what's the school? Down in Florida. Florida, yeah. those, those activists, which yeah, I mean, awesome, kids. they're using their voice. It's, yeah, yeah maybe they're, they're going to the extreme, but I mean, I think we're at a, at a day and age where you have to go to the extreme and get a point across, again, because it's not just black or white. There's so much gray area, and I think that it's, it's trying to break through that noise of black or white and bring your voice of, there's more than just two sides of a, of a story. Yeah. You, need to, you need to understand and be open to it, and that's where change is going to come from. Yeah. Yeah, well, millennials are about to take over the country because Good. by 2015, globally, millennials will make up over half of the entire workforce. And the, the Gen, Gen X and baby boomers should have the right to vote taken away. Oof. Wow. <laughs> that's ageism. Yeah, You're that's such crazy. a millennial. And that's the hard thing, So too. entitled. That's the hard I know. thing, too. I almost, like, hate that word. Ageism? Yes, because I feel like that's another thing that, like, gets thrown around real fast, especially with millennials. Well, yeah, if it's, if you're unwilling to change, that's ageism. Yeah. It's like, no, that's fucking fact. You don't want to change, so... What, what really, and honestly, I'll, I'll, and maybe this is weird, but I would be okay with being called, called an ageist. <laughs> if that's what you would call a person who is who not by practices. your HR department. Yeah. yeah. But no, but, but for the simple fact of... We have say we say that we have a large baby boomer population who is retiring, who is literally going to go out and enjoy their social security. Which yes, I've read articles that we are going to get social security. It's not as bad as people think. It's not as bad. We just won't get as much. Right, right. But they're literally going out to pasture, not to be morbid or anything. Ageist. But they're 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 moving on. Say it. The decisions, Say it. the decisions that are being fucking made actively, so, do not really affect yes, them anymore. How? Through their like Medicare, their Medicaid. Okay, that's one of the most important. They can go vote on that shit. Okay, so they can vote on that. <laughs> I, I, I don't know. I disagree with you. Eventually, though, what's going to happen... Right now, boomers and Gen Xers control political landscape because they are the majority. Soon enough, it will be our generation that is the majority, and I do think, like, Corey, you will see a shift. You'll see a change. Well, yeah, most of them won't be able to get to the voting booth anyway. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, Obama was the first non-boomer. Well, yeah, but we'll probably create technology... He's the only non-boomer. The only non... Well, Well, the only non-boomer since boomers. The first Gen X. Yeah. To be elected as a president. Hell yeah. And I personally, I think he was... Yeah, and then we went backwards, and I agree. So I think all four of us are on that side. God. Anything else you guys want to bitch about? I have a whole list, but... About millennials? No. (laughs) About positives, negatives with the word millennial? There's no baby pigeons in the city. (laughs) Why are there no baby pigeons in the city? That's true. The mountain pigeons take You ever see a baby up pigeon? Like, up in the <laughs> up top of buildings. In a nest. <laughs> Do you see baby robins out in the country? No. They're in the nest. So here, I think... Baby birds turn into big birds real quick. <laughs> here's... here's uh, since I'm on this whole quote train, I actually looked up some quotes. That's funny. Are you on the internet here now? No. I, I, because I knew I couldn't get on your 57-letter number pass. I'll, I'll read it to you. No. <laughs> Here's, here's one by the great Ralph Waldo Emerson. Ooh. Point to whoever can uh, figure out who that is. I think I feel like we had a quote. Our senior He's year a right. poet. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Didn't even know 
People seem not to see that their opinion of the world is also a confession of their character. Ooh. So how you see the world is actually who you really are. It's a thinker. Oh, oh. That's a thinker right there. It's just, there's a lot of double negatives in that False. one. False. Not really. There's, I don't think there was a single double negative in there. No, I just got confused. Yeah, so. Anything else, guys? Is that good? So let's go back to this real quick. Do you like the word millennial? Mike said, sure. Corey said, God, no. Amanda said, yeah, maybe. And I said, yes. Mike. You're the only one that answered the question yes or no. Yeah. Mike. I didn't say sure. Do you like the word millennial? I honestly still don't care about the word millennial. You just don't care about it. Like, Give me your opinion you real quick. You don't give a shit. Give me your one minute opinion okay, on it. Okay, I don't really necessarily care about labels. We all have... You know, we are all fit into a generation, but we all have different upbringings. Our parents had different, you know, lifestyles. So, obviously, like like you two were saying, how you were treated during basketball games. 100% different, right? Yeah, that's how it is. And, you know, there are some similarities because we're in the same, same generation. But it really depends on, you know, how our parents were brought up and how they decided to raise us. So, I don't know. The reason, I feel like the reason that... People use the word millennial as a negative thing is because they're jealous of the way we live our lives nowadays. Mm-hmm. You know, they're jealous of our access and upbringing with technology, and they're jealous of the fact that we're not tied down with mortgages and kids at really young ages. You know, we have freedom to do a lot of things that they didn't know they could do. Yeah, it was expected of them to settle down at a really early right. age and just work the rest of their yeah. lives right. versus nowadays we want to integrate our lives and our work lives and our personal lives and everything as one big thing and we want, we want like Corey was saying wants to make a change in the world and be positive and you know do something that he enjoys even if he's going to make less money doing it yeah you know? okay. so they're just jealous mm-hmm. jealous little bitches jellies Corey um, do you like the word millennial give me your take you said to go back, God no. I think I said God no because of the whole negative connotation. Now answering it, yes, I like it, um, and I like it because I think what millennial truly means, and this is going to get all philosophical on y'all. Millennial means change. No one likes change. The older generation hates change, which is why they don't like us, and why they don't like the word millennial because we're changing shit up. We're shaking it up, y'all. We're doing things differently. Like like Mike had said, we are not strapping ourselves with a shit ton of debt. We are living our lives. We are doing our own thing. And we're not conforming to societal norms and doing it by uh, buying, doing whatever just because people s- say that's the normal time to do that. No, we're doing our own thing. And I love that I'm a millennial. Hate that when millennials use... In a negative context, but that's a whole different thing, so. Well, I answered yes, I like the word millennial. I like the word millennial because even though it is used in, generally, a negative connotation, um, I think, to piggyback off what Mike said, it is jealousy, and it's also, millennial is a term used for technologically advanced. Um, If you start looking at businesses, everybody now is really concerned about how do we reach millennials? Well, guess what? We're the future. Millennials are the ones that are, to piggyback now off Corey's, that are changing, that are doing everything. 
more efficiently, faster, quicker, creating more businesses, more entrepreneurial. Um, millennial, in my vision, in my ears, is actually a positive word. Um, I think if somebody was a hiring manager, you would want millennials because they would come in and give you a different perspective than what you've just done your entire life in jobs and whatnot. Also, I think Gen Xers and baby boomers, the only reason why they think we're lazy and whatnot is because they see themselves in us. At that, so exactly to what Mike said. They see us as when they were 20, guess what they were doing? They were pushing the boundaries too. They were doing all of that. That's what we're doing. And it's just, it's an internal struggle. It's cyclical. It is what it is. But I'm fine with the word millennial. I think millennial is a positive thing. Amanda. Yeah, I mean, I have the same answer as before. I'm proud to be a millennial. I just hate it when people have to dog us because we are quote unquote millennials. It's not a bad thing. It's a good thing. Yeah. Cool. Well, we turned to Corey, so we got rid of the God no, and we have a don't care, proud, love the word, and proud. So two prouds, a yes, and don't care. <laughs> so that's good. I uh, reached the end of another episode of Adulting with Friends. Uh, reach out to us at adultingwithfriends at gmail.com. Tell us what you like, what you don't like, any other feedback you want to give us, or any other topics for upcoming episodes. Subscribe to us, and we will uh, look for you at our next episode. Thanks. Bye.